0: Uncover and Elevate is the next evolution of Liberate Your People Pleaser. I'm Brenda Florida, Certified Life Coach, and after coaching hundreds of clients, I am unapologetically clear on this. People pleasing is a symptom with a deeper cause. Being in a toxic relationship or career and feeling trapped has a deeper cause. Avoiding difficult conversations has a deeper cause self-sabotage, imposter syndrome, confusion, feeling insecure, all have a deeper cause. In Uncover and Elevate, we are going to look under the hood every week to uncover what the deeper causes are that shape our lives, including the ones that make breaking a pattern, even one we want to break so hard. Then we will elevate our lives with tools designed to transform those deeper causes and deal with the symptoms. Join me each week as we uncover and elevate our lives. And now, here's this week's episode of Uncover and Elevate. Let's talk about your inner mean girl or guy or person. However you think of it, we all have that inner critic, that mean voice that creates a lot of self-doubt, a lot of self-judgment, criticism, diminishment, (laughs) all those things, and we all have it. So, you know, first of all, let's just normalize it a little bit. It's not like there's something wrong with you or you wouldn't have that voice or, you know, whatever. We have to fix it. We have to, you know, get rid of it. I don't really subscribe to those ideas. And here's why. There's a reason why that inner critical voice got started in you, in me, in each of us. And, you know, we all have our unique experiences, but it's the similarity in our stories is that there was some point, usually in our childhood, often very, very young, you know, maybe even before You can remember it before you could verbalize it. Any of those things where we're in a place where we don't feel safe and I use that word, you know, loosely and broadly. So I don't mean necessarily you were in physical danger. It could just be emotionally, you know, you didn't have the support you needed or whatever. And it doesn't have to be every day all the time. It could just be at some, you know, incident that sort of set this uh, in motion. It could be, cultured into you through religion, through your family culture, your ethnic culture, you know, whatever, you know, just the the people you were around and influenced by, that somehow being critical of yourself or blaming yourself, judging yourself, seemed like a better idea (laughs) than the people around you or the situation or whatever. So a couple of, for instance, when I was really young, my mom was not really emotionally, you know, able to take care of me or my sisters. So in a more of an emotional way, like we were not physically neglected but in an emotional way. And she would say a lot of critical and shaming things and, you know, a lot of dysfunction she carried into, you know, her life from her upbringing. And so for me, it became much easier to think, oh, you know, kind of, I'm a bad girl, the equivalent of I'm a bad girl because I don't want my mom to be the bad girl, right? Like, I don't wanna think my mom is not capable of taking good care of me. So I'm gonna make it be my own fault, so to speak. Now, of course, I'm not thinking through it in, in language like that when I'm a little girl, but that's kind of what gets set in motion is this idea of like, we need our caretakers (laughs) to be our caretakers. So often when they do things that are harmful to us or hurtful, even if they don't intend to, it's much easier to internalize it and turn that into self-blame, self-criticism, than to think the very people we're dependent on to literally live have these, you know, shortcomings or dysfunctions or you know all of the above and so for various reasons like that or we're just taught it right like I was taught through my religious upbringing that I'm a sinner like i have since the moment I came out of my mother's womb I have been sinning I have been doing things wrong things that I need to be forgiven for things that you know and so there was just this influence of that kind of language and teaching around me all the time. And, you know, in my family, because all my family believed the same way. And in the churches I was taken to, you know, every Sunday and Wednesday. And, you know, so I heard all the time how bad I was, all these, you know, sins that I do, all this wrongdoing. And so initially that sort of inner critic or inner mean girl really was there, to protect you, because it's easier to say, okay, it's me, I'll take the blame for that, or yeah, I'm a bad girl, than to fight a system, you know, a religious system, or think your parents aren't doing a good job of taking care of you, or whatever, so it, it initially starts in a way of being, trying to be self-protective, okay, And I say all that because I think that it's helpful to know that, I mean, actually, everything I can think of for myself and with clients, the things that are not serving us today at one time started as a benevolent thing to try to help us cope with a particular situation. And then it just got to the point where... You know, we got older, wiser, more mature, more resources available to us, all those things. And it gets to where that particular coping mechanism isn't serving you anymore. And so that's when it's time to, you know, get into coaching, get into therapy, start to uncover these things for the okay, here's what's going on. Oh, I'm being super critical. I'm being super judgmental. I'm doubting myself again. Oh, okay. That's something I learned when I was a little kid. and you know, at the time it it served me. It helped me get through my life or a situation, and I don't have to keep making that choice. So it's kind of both um, comforting, compassionate, and empowering to look at it that way. So once we sort of have a little a, you know, a basic understanding of how that got started in the first place. Here's the next thing that I think gets really important. And I have this a lot with clients. And of course, I've done it a million times too. And my coaches have helped coach me out of it. Um, It's very easy to feel like that voice inside your head, that mean girl, those doubts, the shame, the judgment, the criticism, the imposter syndrome, all those things, that they are true, that that inner voice is telling you the truth. And one of the things that I want you to know today is never, and I don't use that word very often, um, it is not true. Whatever she's saying, even if there's a little thread, you know, a little speck of truth in it, most of it is untrue. And that is why it creates so much stress. I actually have a belief that the things that are creating us stress, the thoughts, the situations, those are coming to us because our, like our psyche or our, you know, inner self is ready to release those old habits because they aren't serving us anymore. So the whole reason it's coming up is because it's ready. It's ready to go, okay? And so in working like people who work with me, of course, it depends on the kind of therapist or the kind of coach you go to. I will just speak to myself because (laughs) that's what I know. When I'm working with people one-on-one, that's what we're working with so much of the time. It's like, okay, so what are some of these specific events or stories or, you know, cultural impacts or whatever that happened to you that created this kind of inner mean girl. What is she telling you because today about your life or a situation like this happens a lot when we're leaving relationships, starting relationships, leaving jobs, starting jobs, you know, those are big triggers right there for this inner mean girl. And so what is she telling you? Because it's coming up because you are now ready to say, no, wait a minute. I am not an imposter. I don't need to judge myself or criticize myself. I can trust myself, like sort of the opposite of the things that your inner mean girl is saying to you that those are actually what is true, that you have tons of resources at your disposal. And so even if, and here's what I meant a minute ago by the thread of truth, even if let's say you're going for a new job or a promotion, or you're starting your own business, or you're ready to pivot and do something else in your business, you know, kind of a, a big career moment, you may have this inner mean girl who's, you know, bringing up all sorts of imposter syndrome kind of comments or, you know, doubting that you'll make the best decision, you know, criticizing that maybe you're not good enough for this, you're not trained enough or something like that. Okay, maybe there's one little thread of truth that it would be helpful to take a class in something or get in a mastermind for something or, you know, there might be some little thing like that, that you can take for your benefit from those criticisms. But by and large, they just all need to be released as untrue. Okay. And it doesn't have to be a big horrific deal. There are many things in your life that you used to believe that you don't believe anymore we all do it. It's just all part of growing up, you know, whether that's Santa Claus and the Easter bunny um, or, you know, whatever. There's a lot of things. I used to believe I was a sinner from the moment I was born. I don't believe that anymore, you know? And so that's why I kind of, I like the word release. We're not fixing, we're not getting rid of exactly because that, that kind of language even has judgment all in and of itself, right? Like, this is a bad part of me. I got to get rid of it. There is no part of you that is bad. There are parts of you that aren't serving you anymore. There are parts of you that need to take a vacation or a nap (laughs) or a permanent vacation, you know, but I like the more loving language because we need to meet that harshness with compassion and love not more harshness, right? So I, I happen to like the word releasing. I also like to think of it as like water, like taking a shower, right? And you're showering off all that. When we take a shower at night, we shower off the day's work and sweat and whatever. When we're releasing emotionally, energetically, and in mindset work, we're just like letting the water wash all of that out of our system. We're just sort of releasing it out of our system. Um, and so I would encourage you to make a list of the things that your mean girl is telling you and Some of them you may know right away, actually, that's not even true, but the others, I want you to challenge yourself, even if, you know, you have this idea, you have a feeling that they're true, challenge yourself with that. Like, is that really true? Is it really absolutely true? Because probably it is not. And if you need some help with that, you just reach out to me. You know, this is the kind of thing I coach people on all the time. You can, you know, DM me on Instagram, you can go to the show notes and, Uh, send me an email. There's a link to my email address. Whatever you want to do, I am easy to reach because this is a great way to demonstrate or to give you sort of that picture of what my whole purpose at this point in the world is, is to help people release these things, to help them Break those habits. That's what the last podcast was about. And, you know, imposter syndrome, inner criticism, that inner mean girl, all these things, anxiety, these are habits, they're habits of mindset, and then the feelings that go along with that, because our feelings, our thoughts always have feelings that go with them. And so their habits in maybe just in your internal world, habits in your mindset, but their habits all the same. And so that's what I live for is to help people break those habits and release them. And that's how you keep her from holding you back. It's like, you know, no, sort of taking the flame out of her aggression you know, it's that ability to say, okay, I hear you. And I know that everything you're saying isn't true. I'm sure you're saying it because you're scared, right? That's what this stuff tends to usually come from some point in our life when we got scared emotionally, or, you know, from an experience, a physical thing, we get scared. And then this coping mechanism kicks in right away. Thank goodness, right? So our little child um, could get through whatever that experience was or whatever that influence was. So again, it's not something to demonize or criticize in and of itself. It was really helpful to you at one point, but you just don't need it now the same way you don't need all kinds of things that you used to need you know, when you were at a much younger age, whatever that age is, right? Like, I don't, there's all kinds of things I don't need now at 60 that I, you know, didn't understand. I didn't need them at 30 or 40, you know? So um, it's just all part of the natural growth process. And so that is, you know, what I am here for. I am here for those folks who want to grow in a very intentional and purposeful way. You want to take an experience you're in now or an experience you've had that you can't just can't, you know, whatever, shake loose from, whatever it is that is causing that discomfort or anxiety or lots of self-doubt, those kinds of things. That's the sort of thing I help people break the habit of. That's, what I do all day, every day. And we do it with mindset work. We do it with releasing these things with understanding what part of us in our past that served, maybe go do some nurturing and loving on that inner child. There's a lot of different ways that I work with people and they're all effective. All it needs is the person who wants to grow. So I hope that you will be inspired, that you do not have to be the victim, so to speak, of your inner mean girl, your inner mean guy, your inner mean person. You do not have to. That's not just something that you have to put up with, so to speak. It is not. I promise you, we can love on her and... Send her on vacation when necessary and release the parts that we just don't need at all anymore and create for ourselves the new story, the new language. I am capable of anything my heart desires. I can, I have the resources and I can go get any other additional resources I need to do whatever it is I desire, you know, things like that that are the truth. Those are the truth. You do. I do. We all do. You are enough. You have everything you need, or you know how to go get it or how to get it will get revealed to you. You know, it will, you'll have a synchronistic event where some book or some person or some something will suddenly become aware to you or, you know, cross your path. Um, For instance, a few weeks ago, I was a podcast uh, guest on someone else's show, Matt Brown, and it was it's called um, Secrets of Hashtag Fail. And you can find it in my uh, link tree, in, in my link in my bio on Instagram. It's real easy to find in there. And I didn't even know who Matt was. I didn't know Matt knew who I was but he reached out to me actually for a total flute, thinking I was still active in real estate, wanting to interview me because of that. And I was like, well, I'm not active in real estate, but I'm a life coach. And I, you know, had this dramatic failure a few years ago in my business um, that I talked about in my other story that you can get to it from the link in my bio on Instagram. And it's on YouTube also about when I was Googling homeless shelters. So, I ended up being able to be a guest on his podcast, which was just a really awesome experience and opportunity. And that just came to me. Like I, d- I didn't go pitch myself to him. Now I do pitch myself to people. I mean, it doesn't mean we don't have to work for anything, right? But But so often our inner mean girl pushes us to more and more hustle thinking that's the answer when in truth what i have found in many others before me is that when we approach ourselves with love and compassion and belief in ourselves and just that knowing i have the resources and you know whatever i don't have i can i can go get it will be available to me that's sort of a basic abundance belief then we can tap into those things instead of that inner mean girl So I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Of course, any questions, you can go to the show notes, wherever you're listening to this and get my email. You know, there's an email link there. It's brenda at brendaflorida.com. So super easy to remember also, or head on over to Instagram and DM me or, um, you know, put a comment on one of my posts or something but DM is always nice for the privacy of it. So I always want to hear what you think about these podcast episodes and where either where you're stuck with it, where you don't see it working for you. You know, it could be a challenge you're having with one of the tools that I've mentioned, whatever it is, I always love to hear from you. So I'm Brenda Florida, Certified Life Coach and Today, we will sign off on this episode of Uncover and Elevate. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of Uncover and Elevate. Check out the show notes for tons of great information and resources. Like, if you're interested in being a guest on the podcast so we can uncover and elevate an issue in your life, just complete the form in the show notes. You can follow me on Instagram at Brenda Florida Coach. You can work with me one-on-one or get additional information about one of my group or private retreats by completing the form in the show notes. And I would love it if you would share this episode on social and tag me. I'd also love for you to post a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. It makes such a big difference and will help others find the show. And I'll be incredibly grateful. This is Brenda Florida, Certified Life Coach, and I'll see you in the next episode of Uncover and Elevate.